Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Franny Benali, and you're listening to In That Number. And then they lift one over the top for Danny Ings, into the box, oh, to his left, right, brilliant, oh, Thanks for checking out In That Number with me, Kevin, the Moscow Mush Milverton, and Ray Hunt. Find me on Twitter at Moscow Mush and my co-host Ray Hunt at Ray Hunt 84 Follow the show at Number Podcasts on Twitter, In That Number Podcasts on Instagram and Facebook. If you've got any questions for the show, if you can be bothered, send us an email to InThatNumberPodcast at gmail.com. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever it is you get your podcasts. Share, subscribe, and give us good vibes. Let's go. Hello and welcome to another episode of In That Number, episode 92, Villa of the Damned. Um, today, me and the Moscow Mush will be breaking down Sunday's scare at Villa Park, where we took on high-flying Aston Villa. Um, it, but I suppose it wouldn't be Halloween without a scare or two, would it? Uh, Saints just making sure we're all on edge. We also look forward to next Friday night's clash at home to Newcastle United. And we have our player and goal of the month for October and that long-awaited Theo Walcott song from Kevin 
So let me bring him in now. The Moscow Mush, Kevin Milverton. Fucking secretary. Fuck you. Yeah, that's my message to you. Fuck you and kiss my ass. How are you this week, Kevin? Yeah, thank you for that, you fiendish fucker. Um, <laughs> yes. Well, it's been a very intense week and uh, capped off by that suspenseful thriller that we've uh, just subjected ourselves to. Yeah, what a game, eh? What a game. What a game. Yeah, I don't know how we're going to fit all this into a podcast. But, um, yeah, have a good, good Halloween. Uh, I, I can't remember ever celebrating Halloween. I went to a bit of a party yesterday and um, I got hammered like a hammer horror. Ah, good, 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 good. How are you feeling now? Uh, fine, yeah, I was on the bit of the match, so it's like it never happened. That's good. I didn't do anything. I don't like Halloween. Yeah, I mean, how... Shock. What about, yeah, I mean, but the children love it, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we just we just did some games inside, and we had a pumpkin. We got one. I got one pumpkin to share between all three of them, and they carved a side each. <laughs> That's how bad it is. But, yeah, wow. they enjoyed it. Um, I played some games um, inside, obviously, because the weather's been shite. Yeah, and then we, no. we we watched The Addams Family in in, uh, in honour of our episode 91, The Shea Addams Family. So, yeah. All right. I've watched Village of the Damned now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as long as they don't carve each other up, I suppose, that, that's all right. Maybe. And now you're into um, lockdown too. Yep. National month-long lockdown. It's amazing. I, I think it's brilliant. It's vitally important that we act now. We must act now, starting Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good old Boris. Yeah. Have you got any Halloween puns now, or are we going to do it later? Um, I think this whole episode is just going to be one... Fantastic treat. <laughs> we need Freddy, don't we? We need him. What trick? Yeah, yeah. Okay, right, let's head into the ITN news then. This is ITN in that number news. Okay, uh, ITN news. Very, very quiet in Saintstown this week. Um, I, I will start by saying that our captain is 26 years old today. Um, so happy birthday to James Will-Browns. What a way to spend it as well, by the way. Yeah. Two worldies. Um, did you get him a card, Kev? Um, no, but the ref got him a card <laughs> <laughs> quite early on. Nice early card straight away. Yeah, I saw that. But yeah, um, yeah, some birthday and he won't be forgetting this one. Angus Gunn, Kevin, did you, his, his debut woes. Did you did you see it? Yeah, poor fucker. I mean, he yeah. doesn't make things easy for himself, does he? It was bad. But, I mean, he comes off the bench after an injury to the first choice keeper, um, Adam Davis, and there's a back pass. He slipped. He's just reached out a hand to stop the ball. It's reactionary. It looks stupid, but I'm sure a lot of people would have done the same thing. It didn't cost them a goal, though. So. No. No, but, I mean, it's not the best... Advertisement for us. <laughs> well, welcome to Stoke, you prick. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I mean, but if that, you know, that injury uh, does keep um, Davies out, then you know, he might get a look in uh, some regular first team action. Yeah, let's hope he does. Let's hope he does. Um, Premier League, Kevin, are considering lowering the price for pay per view games. Uh, the proposal was fifteen uh, pounds to ten pounds. Uh, I haven't heard any. You know, new, latest news on this yet, but it doesn't look like it's going to happen anytime soon, even with this new lockdown. But disgraceful, sickening. Yeah, I think it's ridiculous. I think if the initial price had been, you know, nine ninety five, I don't think people would have really argued a huge amount with it. I mean, of course, if you're complaining about it, you know, I, I would you already pay for um, 
Sky and BT and all that, and you have to now pay a tenner a and week. A season ticket, yeah. <laughs> and a season ticket, yeah, but I suppose you need to get refunds for that. But, um, yeah. And I suppose it be, also because you, you used to be able to get a special sort of code so that you could watch the match, I heard that one. And now that you have to, you have to pay for it, I think it's just, you know, insult to injury. Uh, so yeah, going down to, to a tenner from 15, that's not cool. Um, no. Yeah. I think you have to go a bit lower to get fans on board, but you've already turned them off. And luckily, a lot of fans I see on social media have um, decided to turn it into something, something good and to raise money for good causes. So yeah, keep that up. Yeah. Um, another bit of news as well from last week: uh, Luca Dean's red card, <laughs> his punishment has been reduced from three games down to one. I'm, I'm, I'm still convinced it was a straight red. I'm still convinced it was a three-match ban. I think it was nasty. Yeah, I mean, this kind of disregards the referee decision as well, doesn't it? Yeah, what's the point of having a ref? You can just do that retrospectively anyway. I mean, yeah, and still nothing, nothing for Pickford. Although, you know, yeah, that piss pisses off Liverpool. I'm sure it's fine by us. <laughs> um, Kev, is there any news that you want to discuss this week? Well, I think the only other thing that I saw I'm doing the rounds was this uh, new football leadership diversity code that. Um, the Premier League teams were signing up to from from, um, from the FA. And, yeah, Saints are the only Premier League club that hasn't signed up to it. Okay, and that, that, that sounds bad, and, uh, you know, a lot of fans of other clubs were sort of attacking Saints for that. But, um, yeah, it's because the Saints were the f- actually the first team to meet the Premier League's advanced equality standard mm-hmm. um, already. So, I mean, they, they see it. Not that it's something they can't sign up to, it's just that um, it doesn't do anything that they haven't already done. Well, that's fair enough. But that's the way I understand it. But, yeah, the, the club are saying that they're just going to wait and understand, you know, um, how those two codes work. And um, I think their position is it doesn't actually go far enough. Oh, right. OK. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. That's a sensible answer. Yeah, but I mean, you have to sort of look at a little bit into slight, slight, slightly into the details of it to, to try and understand, you know, their reasoning behind the decision rather than the knee-jerk reaction that oh, Sam's and a bunch of racists. Of course, yeah. Um, which, is, which is the complete opposite of the truth. Yeah, absolutely. Um, right, should we dive into this Villa game then? Um, yeah. <laughs> So then, Aston Villa away. Wow. I mean, just wow. Just amazing. A good game of football for a neutral, I'm sure. But um, coming into this noon kickoff then, uh, very, very high spirits after toppling Everton last week and a good recent record against Villa. The last seven we picked up points. We've won four and drawn three and banged in 16 goals in the last five meetings. This is not including today, by the way. Um, and we were looking to win four consecutive for the first time since 1989. And we did that, as I say, a 4-3 win. Um, still can't quite believe what we witnessed out there. Very scary towards the end. Um, some scary injuries to report. Um, yeah. It's a scary time of the year, I suppose, isn't it? Um, but the 11 then, Kevin. OK, I'm going to take it this time. So uh, Halloween-themed lineup on, on All Saints Day. I'll give you that. In goal, Alex McCarnage. Um, got a back four of Carl Walking Dead Peters. Um, <laughs> Vamp, did Yeah. Janet Vestergaard. 
Yeah. Uh, Reiner Hertrand. Uh, midfield of um, Ori Hell Romeo. James okay. Haunted House. <laughs> uh, <laughs> on the wings, we've got uh, Thero Walcott and uh, Spooky Stuart Armstrong. And uh, the strike pairing of Danny Killings and Shay Adam. Uh, on the bench, we've got uh, Razorblade Forster, Jack Alanton Stevens, Nathan Dedmond, Noosa Ginepo, Zombie Brahima Diallo. <laughs> That's reaching. <laughs> they all are. Uh, Slaying Long and Dan and Linda Lou. Oh, that's a good one. Obvious hey. one. Yeah. <laughs> good. Well, hey, well, yeah. well done, Kev. That's brilliant. Yeah. I was quite hung up when I did that. <laughs> um, but anyway, this this eleven, happy with it. Yeah, I think the only question was um, whether Walker, you know, um, been available again, whether he'd um, slot in on that left wing position, or whether he'd keep man of the match from last time round to Nathan Redmond. <laughs> and yeah. He disagreed with Sky Sports and um, I went with Theo. And yeah, I think it was justified. I think so. I mean, I was happy with it, to be honest. I was really pleased. Um, because I, I was worried that when Walcott came in that Armstrong's involvement would be reduced. Um, but he has found a way to play them both and take out Redmond, who has been largely absent this season, I will say, even though, as you say, Sky gave him man of the match against Everton. But yeah, I was happy with it. And st- still no Salisu and Smallbone. Yeah, Salisu's not quite fit yet, is he? And um, Smallbone's got that quad problem still. Yeah. But we, I mean, I, I heard in the week as well that Gineppo wouldn't be available, but he was yeah. on the bench. So that was I wasn't expecting him in there. Nice to see him back. Game, then, going to the game, it's... Good start, a very, very good start. It was like Ings gets into the box, great, great bit of movement, and Mings concedes the corner. And then, you know, three minutes in, it's a goal. So it's a dangerous corner from, from James Woodprouse. Ings with a little flick, it comes off a concert and it goes in. But Shay Adams just offside. Yeah, was he actually involved in that play then? Well, he was in the way, wasn't he? So yes, he was, but. Wasn't his arm off? Yeah, I think when you look at it, he's in his feet, feet are in um, line with the defender, but um, because he's sort of leaning back, his um, shoulders off, because the shoulders are a playable part of the body. Oh, was that is that what it was? His shoulder was off. So cause all I yeah. could see from the lines that I was looking at, and to be fair, I was sat on my ass. I didn't really get up close to the telly, but I thought it was just his elbow. And the last time I heard it on the rule that you can only be in an offside position if it's a, a body part that you can't score with. I thought, well, you can't fucking score with your elbow. So uh, not like, with the elbow, but yeah, no, you can with the shoulder. Yeah, I didn't see. I didn't see it was the shoulder. But yeah, that, that confused me. But do you agree with this decision? Um, I think it's difficult. Uh, it is one of those, you know, um, cigarette paper difference decisions. Um, when, when I looked at it, I thought, oh, he's, he's in line. This should be all right. But yeah, when they started drawing it and doing like a... a a 3D rendering of, uh, <laughs> you know, how the shadow of his shoulder would fall on the pitch. You think, oh, fuck, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. But, I mean, these, it is one of the rules that's the same for all teams, you know, so well, as long as it's like, consistently, it's fine. When I saw it go in, and I, it was kind of like the, the, the celebrations were a bit subdued, and I looked at, I looked at Gemma and I just said, they're going to call this one off. Because Saints players didn't really celebrate. They didn't seem like they, I thought, is it, have, they, have they called this off straight away? I don't know. And you just know that they're going to look at it and, and, and turn it over, and, and that's exactly what happened. But 
it still didn't stop us because on the very next attack, Walcott almost scored. Yeah. Martinez had to make a good save, tipped over the bar. But yeah, it was just one of those again that you thought, right, we're well in control here. We're going to, you know, we're going to take it to them straight away. But I mean, I thought Villa settled a little bit thereafter. Um, we started to give the ball away a bit. Prousey gives away a free kick and in a dangerous area and then gets a booking for it. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of fouls like, throughout the match. It was quite sort of choppy, you know, the play kept getting stopped and started again, you know. Yeah. Um, and, well, that, that, I suppose that did play into our favour because um, we got our fair share of um, free kicks. and. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. did. Um, the first goal then, the, uh, the Vestergaard had a, the, the delivery from James Ward-Prowse and Vestergaard, great leap. Villa defence helpless. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, yeah, wow, it's just a, a towering header again from a, a Prousey free kick, you know, just outside the area. Um, yeah, I, I wasn't expecting anything particularly yeah, dangerous, but yeah, the way he, he just outmanoeuvres and um, outpowers the defenders there. Um, yeah, and just has to the, the distance that he has to bend down to get his head on it to <laughs> aim it towards the, the goal. It's just, just amazing. But wow, what Villa. a player! <laughs> um, and, and James Ward-Prowse with the, with the deliveries I mean he had two he had that corner cross that was um, it turns out to be the only corner that we had in the game and it was put into a dangerous position we scored from it it was offside and then the next chance he gets to put the ball in the box we score from it and of course we saw what he did later on you, you just knew it was going to be one of those days for James Ward-Prowse you know dead ball situation he's right on his game today yeah I mean it's, it's, it's been a while so isn't it hasn't it since he last scored a, a free kick yeah yeah um, and I mean, he's rightly got a reputation as um, a brilliant set piece taker, but um, he doesn't um, really convert a huge, you know, um, number of those chances. But now, yeah, he's um, isn't he our top uh, top free kick scorer now? He is indeed. Yep. Mm. Uh, Villa were unhappy with the you know the lead up to that goal because they believed uh, Kyle Walker Peters foul throw. I mean, I don't know that, that you were watching the same broadcast as I were, but the, you know they were. Up in arms about it. Oh, and really? They, yeah, because you know, Kyle Walker Peters made a foul throw. We got the free kick, um, and then we, we we scored from it. But then again, you know, we were unhappy with the head injury to Bednarik, and they had a free kick. And the difference is that we took care of ours. So, you know, swings and roundabouts. <laughs> but, <laughs> yes. But then that goal, that first goal, what a goal that was! You know, it was. Just, I was writing my notes for this, Kev, and I'm not even joking. I I'd even written goal before he'd even put the ball down. Because I knew, well, no, he put the ball down, he was walking back, and I was like, this is going in. I just, I mean, you, just, you just knew. Yeah, I mean, this is the ideal position, isn't it, for a Browsy free kick? Like, you know, just to, you know, go a yard or two outside of the D. Um, but, yeah, the, 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 the whip and the spin on it to get, to get it up over the wall and um, around into that, that near corner. I mean, it's well class, Kevin. It, it really is just stunning. What a goal, and yeah, happy birthday. We're going to say that quite a lot today, I believe. Um, and although although we had the lead, I didn't feel like we were dominating at that point. And we, we just took our chances because, you know, that, that's, but again, that's not saying that McCarthy had a lot to do because he didn't. Um, but Villa had enough of the ball, but they never got Grealish going. They never got Watkins involved. And that's down to us yet again. Just being yeah. in control. Breaking up the play, I mean, yeah, a lot of... Um tactical little fouls, you know, just to, to stop them. But, um, yeah, we just did, didn't let them play at all. No, and we did that against Everton also. It's kind of the same thing, and I think Ralph's got something going here. We just need to keep it going in the 
latter stages of games. Um, the, the Matty Cash handball, Kevin, is that not a denial of a goal-scoring opportunity and not warrant a red card? <sighs> God, I think me and we've been there before, haven't we? Um, it is outside the penalty area. Sure, that doesn't um, matter. Because if that ball gets to Walcott's feet, he's scoring. Yeah, pretty much he's the only one on there, isn't he? So, um, would be him one-on-one with the keeper. Yeah, if that had been on the ground, then he would have taken him down. That's a straight red card. What's the difference? He's he's impeded. He has fouled. He has stopped the ball getting to where it needs to go with his hand. I, I think it's a red card. It's it's a denying of a goal-scoring opportunity, but it didn't, it didn't matter anyway, did it? Not at all. No, I think, well, you know, um, them being down to ten men would probably have um, a much bigger influence on the second half. I think that comeback would have been very difficult to stage with ten men. Um, but yeah, Ward Paris again taking the opportunity. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not, not, it's a bit closer, isn't it, than the, than the first one yes. actually in, inside the D. Oh, yeah, that makes it a bit more difficult. I know. That's what I mean. I mean, I couldn't decide which one was, which one was better. I'd probably go with the second because um, I don't know. Does he just sort of sense that Mings isn't really going to jump and just sends it over his head, or does he just get lucky? I think you just got to go for it. I think you just got to find a target and hit it, regardless of the wall, because you know that's there's always a chance that you're not going to. Um, but yeah, we just witnessed a free kick masterclass. It's just that would have been Cristiano Ronaldo. It would be all over the place. Wet dream time. Yeah. yeah. Right. But it is, it's only for us. It's just exactly. Just you, me. Although I have had a couple of um, messages from um, opposing fans saying that was amazing. So that was nice. Yeah. I, I was just thinking, like, has anyone ever got a, a hat trick of free kicks? Direct free kicks? Like, no, I don't think they have. Um, and that's actually more, as you mentioned before, more free kicks than, than Matt Letts is now. The God, that's, he's moved up to eight, so... Yeah, which is brilliant and just a great way to see out the half. It's 3 0. And kind of, I mean, you look at the stats and you say that, okay, we had, we had 55% possession, mm-hmm. uh, six shots to their four, you know, and, and all three of them on target, and they had none. Um, and defensively, we, we were so impressive again like five interceptions, four blocks, 13 clearances, five of those were headed. You shall not pass, you know, and, it, and it's. It kind of did flatter us a little bit because I say I don't think we were dominating. It wasn't a dominating like you know goal after goal after goal, possession possession, just attack attack shots. It wasn't. And as I say, Villa, although McCarthy didn't have a lot to do, Villa still had a lot of the ball. And I did think that they could, you know, if they get a goal just before the half time, then we're going to see a very different second half. And we did anyway, but you know. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, if they'd gone to it um, 3-1, we'd have definitely been on the back foot. I think it would have been quite difficult to get through. Yeah, I mean, I'll take it 3-0. It's great. And I felt a little bit sorry for Martinez in the Villa goal, to be honest, because, you know, he hadn't, yes. even, he hadn't even made a save. <laughs> He's just picked the ball out of the net three times, and there's nothing you could do about any of them. Yeah, genuinely. Uh, yeah, if people say... Yeah, it's a bit, it is a bit of a cliche, yeah, that, that I mean, like, he had no chance. He really didn't. He really no, didn't. he didn't. He couldn't. couldn't. So you could have had two keepers in for those, uh, especially for that first uh, <laughs> first war press free kick, and you're not saving it. Um, the turning point, then, a lot of people are, are, are kicking off about this as well, saying that, you know, Stevens comes on for Bednarik at the break, because we saw what happened to Bednarik. He goes down and kind of, like, face plants or head plants the floor, really. It looked really nasty the way his neck yeah. went back. Maybe concussion. I don't know. We'll have to speak to Tim, see what he thinks about that. But, yeah, Stevens comes on. That 
possibly the turning point? Because, you know, Villa started the second half a little bit better, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, because I, mean, I imagine that the, the game plan was just to, you know, kind of, I'm not sit back, but... Um, Contain more, yeah. Yeah, try, try, and, try and keep the shape, um, deal with um, whatever they can try and, and throw at us, like, like we did against Everton. But, yeah, I mean, Bednarik's a lot, lot better at... Um, Combining with, I think they've got a better relationship with Vestergaard um, and Bednarik than Stevens, who's been, he's been out quite a while now, hasn't he? He has, yeah. Well, maybe that maybe we missed something there. Maybe uh, you know whoever teams up with Bednarik is going to be good. You know, you, you you take Bednarik out of it and you match any other centre back pair, and then we seem to struggle. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think Salito is going to have. Well, you know, it doesn't matter how fit he is, um, he's going to have to. Um, at least be on the bench in the next match if Bednarik's not coming back. Yeah, there's only five days though, so. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, and instantly Villa had a couple of a couple of shots. McCarthy had a couple of saves to make. You know, Grealish and and Trezeguet with headers. And McCarthy did very well on both of those. Yeah, definitely. But um, but then we we kind of had a little bit of a, you know, a little go at them. Armstrong had a shot that just went wide and. And then, you know, an, an, another bouter, another world-class goal from Danny Ings, just cuts inside, wallops it, and again, there's nothing that Martinez can do. And it's just, it's amazing. At this point, I mean, I've got in my notes that you, there's no stopping us at this no. point. <laughs> um, yeah, you think that even even dis- despite some frailties at the back, we yeah, we were still dominating. And yet, uh, yeah, that, that it just launches it into that... that um, Far right, top corner, and I love the little, the little sort of um, the way that it kind of caresses the the bar on oh, in. Yeah, perfection. Very, very good. Um, and then Mings, Mings the merciless. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been the title. I mean, at, the, at this point, I just put yes, yeah, consolation. That's all, just a blemish. Um, a good cross from from Grealish, header that we probably should have dealt with. You know, he, he was being marked, supposedly. And then, I mean, even at that point, I didn't think 4-1. I thought, OK, that's what it's going to be. I think we're just going to shut up shop now. It's going to be 4-1. We're not going to score anymore. They're not going to score anymore. Um, and, and that's going to be it. But then they kept coming. And uh, Trezeguet actually played quite well for them. He had another shot, which um, McCarthy had to make a good save on. And then Vestergaard made a block on one of his hits. That was amazing as well. Yes, uh, he's got a lot of leg, hasn't he? <laughs> he's, yeah, he's but he's getting down, use... isn't he? He's, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. he's being very mobile these days. Um, yeah, well, I've got that, yeah. Janet Vestergaard's super block on Tresemme, uh, which was how they... <laughs> Tresemme? <laughs> it's how they pronounced it on my podcast. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that a Garnier product? Um, yes, yeah, some sort of shampoo, isn't it? I think it was um, maybe some uh, surreptitious advertising. Yeah. That's brilliant. Um, but yeah, McCarthy, he had a lot to do in the last, you know, between the 80th and 90th minute. I mean, mostly had, picking um, it out, yeah. Um, uh, well, I mean, not just that, but no, um, with the saves he gave us, I mean, uh, there's um, any number of chances that, that could have easily gone in from, from Mings, Louise, Grealish, Watkins, um, you name it, he saved them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He did well. He did well. I, 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 big praise for McCarthy. I thought he was good. He, he did what he had to do. And you, you're not going to blame him for the for the penalty for sure. Oh God, no. But yeah, I mean, I thought that was going to be the story that he was the one that helped us see out the match and um, yeah, romps to a four-one victory over a very favoured Aston Villa side. Mm. Um, but yeah, that got yeah, very new, quickly. New narrative. Yeah. Um, 
But Ings had the ball in the net for a second time and it was ruled offside correctly. Miles off. Yeah, nice little chip. He is is miles off. But let's just sit back now. No more goals. Let's just do this because, you know, Bertrand picked up an injury um, and Ibrahima Diallo come on. There's a little bit of a reshuffle. We saw James Ward-Prowse shift to left back and, and Diallo took his, you know, central midfield role. That was fair enough. Yeah. Uh, just James Wood Prowse everywhere all over the pitch I want to see his heat map for this because I bet it was absolutely everywhere um, um, show you in a second, oh okay yeah cool uh, uh, and then a uh, really really scary moment Kevin in the 82nd minute Ings goes down yeah and that was that was nasty um, I don't remember the the actual um, who, who the three players were that were um, harassing him on, on the sideline there. But, yeah, he, he takes a very awkward fall, doesn't he? And his knee sort of... Um, this old leg bends back. Yeah, it's his left one as well, isn't it? His left, well, right, yeah. And as I say, I, I said to you, I called it, I reckon it's a meniscus tear. Just because... Because, I mean, you can walk on it. You're in a bit of pain, but you, and you can walk on it, but you're not going to be able to play, and it's going to need immediate... So, and this is just me. That's that's just me. It might just be comp- nothing... You know, we... He might be fine, put it on ice, and we'll see how it goes. But at this moment, there's no report on how it is. Doesn't look good at all. Uh, it's his body language for me. And his his face, because he looked like... Oh, shit. Yeah, he did, he did look in a lot of pain. Yeah. But then, you know, you see him getting up at the full time and he's shaking hands with the Villa players. He's got a little bit of a smile on his face. Wincing quite a bit, but I don't know. We'll talk about that in a bit, but... um. And then in the 90th minute, Diallo gives a penalty away. Um, yeah, by, I mean, he's, he's been on all of, what, 10 minutes? And um, yeah. then he kicks Grealish in the arse in the penalty area. Um, yeah. Not a good <laughs> way. No, not the best to start yourself to the career, is it? No. Um, and then Watkins puts the penalty away in 92 minutes. And there, Kev, did you think 4-2? Do you think that's it? Or did you think, fuck, if they get another one? I, no, I didn't think that. I mean, I thought, you know, all right, four two Villa are going to come out looking respectable at this, and you know, they, I didn't get the impression that they were, you know, battling to try and uh, get the equaliser, try and get the win. I think they'd pretty much um, said goodbye to that chance already. Oh, okay, because um, I, I still didn't think. I mean, I just thought four two. Okay, you know, let's try and take the positives from this. We've got three points. But then another one goes in. Grealish, it's a, I mean, completely out of nowhere. Catches McCarthy with his pants down a bit. And yeah, at, at that point. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Is there enough time for them to go forward again and for us to fuck it up? Because, oh God, can you imagine it? Being 4-0 up and, and, and blowing it. Oh, goodness me. No, but I mean, it was, it was so deep into injury time. It was basically the last kick of the game, wasn't it? But, um, God yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> Grealish, finally, you know, um, is given a chance to, to, to do what he wants to do. And, yeah, he, he outmaneuvers Carl Walker-Peters so a little too easily for my liking, doesn't he? Mm. And it's, again, another long ball over to him. Um, but, yeah, he just rolls it straight past Jack fucking Stevens. Um, yeah, McCarthy doesn't really react at all. No. Un- unexpected, really, wasn't it? Yeah, but I mean, it's not as if he didn't have time to react. Mm, yeah. I'm still confused by that. Yeah, uh, but yeah, as you say, it was the last kick of the game and that was it. We lost the second half 3-1 though, but yeah, 4-3 uh, winners. Um, and at half time, Kev, I mean, I wouldn't have dreamed that it would be 4-3. Um, 
complacency creeping in, sure, it really ruined it for me. It just it just made it harder than it than it really needed to be. I think not just that complacency. I think you upset the stability of the team when you take three of the key players out. I think it's easy to underestimate, you know, how much we rely on um, Bertrand, Bednarik, and Ings. Okay, well, with that being said, if Bednarik, Ings, and Bertrand had have stayed on the field, you know, is, is this score going to be 4-3? Um, I, I don't think so. No? I don't think so. Um, I don't know, maybe Diallo comes on and still kicks Greenish up the ass. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't think don't think we could be... Uh, yeah, that Greenish goal just really uh, left a bit of a sour taste. At the end. Yeah. You know, it should have, should have been just, you know, all about this dream birthday for James Ward-Prowse, but now we've got... <laughs> yeah, a bit, you know, by the injuries, by by the three goals that we conceded. Yeah. Um, yeah. And get, what what what's the reason then, Kev, for just such a you know great first half and a piss poor second? You say it's not just the complacency, you know, injuries. Is that is that the main thing, or is it you know something larger at work? Like, oh, I don't know. We still can't close out games, and we have to be prepared for it to happen again. We saw we closed out the game perfectly well against Everton. Um, okay, I mean, West Brom are West Brom, but um, we managed it against them as well. Um, and I thought that those those days are behind us. But, you know, when you go in at half-time, 3-0 up, um, you don't leave yourself much to do, you do. <laughs> no, and it's going to be one of the easier half-time talks that Ralph has. As, as You know, not just Ralph, as any manager, you can say, you know, you've gone out in the first half, You've been brilliant. You've you've scored three. You've conceded none. You've shut up. You just need to keep that up. Yeah. So yeah, what you did in that first half, just just do that again. <laughs> yeah, an easy <laughs> halftime talk. But like you said, it was just a game of two halves. Um, and the stats back that up as well, because all in our favour at the break, mm-hmm. and all against us at full time. You know, a massive swing. Do you have any of the stats there? Yeah, full time. Um, you said we, we, we dominated possession. <coughs> I say not dominated, but um, yeah, we had more of the possession in the first half. Uh, by full time, it was uh, 56% possession for Villa. Mm. So he got a pretty much strong in that second half. Uh, they had 19 shots to our nine. How many did we have in the first half? Um, we had six shots to their four. Mm. 19 to so, nine. Massive swing. So, yeah, 15 shots uh, in the second half they had, and we had three. Um, only one shot on target for us. Um, they had none at half time and yet ten shots on target. Ten shots on target. So I still think um, Maka deserves um, a lot of praise. Yeah, he had nothing to do in the first half. Had none, as you say, and now ten in the second half. And we had, what, would we have a full time four shots on target? Mm-hmm. 100% success. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly, yeah. I mean, there, there are a couple of, you know, offside goals, um, uh, you know. Chalked maybe. off, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't fully reflect um, our attacking prowess, but um, yeah, it's a little bit embarrassing, isn't it? And um, yeah, ten corners they had to, to our one. Yeah, it's um, we, we never seem to win on that corner stat. Whenever we win at everything else, the corners are nothing. But I mean, I would like to have seen us have more corners, though, because, simply because James Ward-Prowse was so deadly on the on dead balls today. He scored have... from that corner as well. <laughs> well, okay, that was offside, but yeah, it would have been, yeah, it would have been nice. But yeah, starting to look good from set pieces. Yeah, uh, but let, let's take let's take the positives out of it, Kevin. We won four three. We got three points, um, yeah. and the position up to third. You know, and as we speak, I think Villa. Are, oh, sorry, 
Newcastle and Everton are playing, I, I don't know the score, but Newcastle win would probably affect us, will it? Will it not? It was uh, Newcastle one nil up. Was it Callum Wilson? Uh, yeah, it was penalty. Good. There we go. Another one. Um, Kevin, man of the match for you. I'm um, a bit of a no-brainer. I think we can also speak for Tim and give it to James Ward-Prowse, can't we? The birthday boy. Yeah, yeah. But Danny Ings was incredible today. I think defensively, yeah, brilliant. Um, but yeah, that has to be James Ward-Prowse, doesn't it? Two world-class free kicks, one assist. Also whipped in uh, the uh, corner for that disallowed own goal at the start of the game, as I said. All over the place, and I say I want to see his heat map because I haven't seen it. He played at left back. I sent it to you on Telegram just now. Oh, okay. Um, I haven't got my phone with me, so I'll have to look at that in a minute. Uh, I've got the John Scott. Okay. Uh, Organised as, as, as ever, relentless, uh, just a good job all over. He's, he's, you know, he led on goals, shots, chances created, passes completed. Yeah, just happy birthday, Skipper. He's having the time of his life, isn't he? Yes, yes he is. Okay then, Kev, we look ahead to Newcastle United next Friday, 8pm on Sky Sports um, in just five short days. Five short days because Danny Ings is injury and, and, and you know Bednarik and, and Bertrand, whether they can recover. Um, but yes, Kevin, what are your thoughts on Newcastle? Are they beatable or potential banana skin? Of course they're a bit beatable, they're Steve Bruce's Newcastle, but um, oh, they're a tough side. We, we never seem to do well against we them. Don't, do we? we don't do well at St James's, do we? No. Or at home. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, or at all. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're, they're not a particularly dangerous side. I mean, who have they added at this time? Um, Callum, Callum Wilson? I, I think um, it's been underrated. Yeah. I, I mean, they've got Jeff Hendrick. I mean, you'll know Jeff all about Hendrick. him. Um, uh, got Ryan Fraser. I'm a big fan of his, or you know, not necessarily his attitude, but I think he played well for for Bournemouth. And I got, of course, Callum Wilson from Bournemouth. I got Jamal Lewis from relegated Norwich. I, I think they've had an underrated window. I think all of those players would have been good in the Saints side. It's kind of the classic strategy of raiding the relegated teams, but um, yeah, they're not a bad side. Um, but uh, yeah, I think if Saint Maximans um, in the same form that he was the last time that we, uh, we faced him. Yeah, Jack Stevens is going to have a hell of a game. <laughs> then, yeah, yeah, Jack Stevens and, and, and um, Jake Wilkins potentially. Yeah, Jake Wilkins. Yeah, depending on which wing they, they usually play him on the left, don't they? Um, do you know something I've noticed with their their uh, their season so far, Kev? So they played West Ham and won one nil. They played Brighton, lost three nil. Played Spurs, drew one one. Played Burnley, won three one. Played Man United, lost 4-1. Played Wolves, drew 1-1. So that's win-loss-draw, win-loss-draw. So that means they're going to fucking beat us, doesn't it? Although they are playing Everton right now. So. And they're winning. Well, winning. If, they're, if they're winning now, then oh, they're going to lose be a lot, Sorry, time. yeah, that's right. Yes, so there we go then. Um, it's just, um, it's just a, a, a nice coincidence, I think. <laughs> um, Spooky. I'd, lo- love it if, <laughs> yeah, I'd love it if we could um, keep that up and... Um, Breaking down, but yeah, I think I don't. It's difficult to see the team coming away from this um, as you know an emphatic victory. I think it's a bit of a pyrrhic victory, really, isn't it? Yeah. We lost um, three key players uh, potentially. Um, I don't know. Bednarik might might be all right if he's you know just, just con- concussed. Then. Concussion protocol was a two week yeah. thing, isn't it? Um, was there sort of a mandatory? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um. But I mean, I, I know yeah, they're, they're undefeated away from home, 
Um, but they've lost heavily at home, as I said, to Brighton and Man United. There just doesn't, doesn't seem to be any consistency at all there and really difficult to gauge where they are. I know it's early, but and they are away from home again. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know what to think of them. I really don't. They're still... It's still a young season, isn't it? Yeah, a very strange season. I think if the whole season's played out behind closed doors, it's going to be a really freaky season. Yeah. Prediction, then, Kevin? Shit. I think that um, they're going to break that pattern, and um, I think I think we're quite similar sides. And either way we talk about us, um, they've picked up the mantle of um, being worse at home than they are away from home. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, they seem to be getting all their results away. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think a draw against us will be a result. I'm, I, th- I think it's going to be a, a draw. I'm going to go for a score draw, one or draw. OK. I think most of their games have been a one or draw this season, haven't they? 1-1 uh, with Spurs and 1-1 with Wolves. OK. It's not bad, to draw, not, teams, not bad teams to draw against, and both of those have been away from home, so... Yeah, I mean, the, I think... Last season, again, we went to, to watch that match, didn't we? And um, that ended 1-1 as well, didn't it? I made my decision before the Aston Villa game, and at half-time, I was thinking, right, we're going to shit all over Newcastle now. I thought, this is good. I even said to my wife, I was like, we're up to third in the league now. I'm getting excited. I said, and we've got, and we've got Newcastle next week. <laughs> but, um, yeah, now I've had time to reflect, and after we, we conceded four late goals, and we're still unsure about all these injuries, as you said. Sorry, I just want to correct myself. They did the double over us last season, didn't they? Oh, yeah, yeah. That St. Maximan was the winner. It wasn't equalising. OK, yeah. I put it out of my mind already, so. <laughs> Um I'm going to go for a win. I'm going to go for a win, it, it, you know, in spite of the injuries. Um, can, can Shane Long play 90 minutes and can he keep up that consistency and that pace that Danny Ings does probably not but I mean will they pack out the midfield and just play Shea up front on his own and then you you know find a way to put Redmond Walcott and Armstrong in or are they too similar I don't know I just I think it's going to be interesting we're, we're, we're being tested now and um, we'll get to see how deep the short squad really is is their strength in there Absolutely, and who knows, you might even see a little bit more of Diallo. But yeah, I'll stick with it. I'm going to go 2-1. 2-1 Saints. OK. Hi, I'm Matt Letizier, and thank you for listening to In That Number. OK, extra time. Um, uh, Kevin, we'll start off with player and goal of the month. <clears throat> yes, um, so we will start with uh, player of the month. Yep. Give you um, the choice of four players. Um, yeah, Yannick Vestergaard. Uh, Ori Hell, Romeo, Danny Killings, and Slay Adams. And, um, yeah, Yannick uh, took it with 47%. Oh, that's good. I'm so pleased that he finally got one. Definitely. He's, he's definitely man of the moment. He deserved um, it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's quite difficult, isn't it, for a defender to, to get the praise they deserve? But, wow, what a turnaround from Yannick. And for goal of the month, um, you're given the choice of um, Gineppo's uh, Wonder Solo goal against West Brom, uh, Romeo's karate kick against uh, West <laughs> Brom, um, Ward Prowse's goal against Everton, and uh, Ings's against Chelsea. And um, I think it's a, again a bit of a no-brainer. What do you think? You say that, but then I don't know. They're all good guys. I mean, I gave my vote to Romeo, so I would say that Romeo runs away with it. But I think there's a little bit of love for the Gineppo goal. So I don't think it's a no-brainer. Yeah, I mean, the Gineppo goal, that, they've got 19%, and uh, Prowse's goal got 20%. Um, so oh, yeah, OK. Not in, 
Not a huge amount of love. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a bit tighter, but um, yeah, I just love the the novelty and uh, you, you you don't see goals like that very often, and you don't see Romeo's scoring scoring goals very often. So um, yeah, all aligned quite nicely. Fifty five percent of the vote. Fifty five percent of the vote. Wow. Okay then. Um, player still this week, Kevin. We did uh, another player still on our social media. Uh, the players in mention were Emiliano Martinez. Uh, Tyrone Mings, Jack Grealish, or Ollie Watkins. Uh, not surprising, it was about 90% of Grealish. Um, who would you take, Mush, if it wasn't Grealish? Um, I mean, after this game now, I'd, um, I'd probably take Tyrone Mings, because we Tresume. maybe got a whole... <laughs> <Tresume. laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah, Grealish, he's a great player, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Will Rose on Instagram went Martinez said one of the best keepers in the league at the moment and we're good in all other positions offered so I think that's a good sensible answer uh, Javian Gray wants Grealish Watkins and Martinez so yeah <laughs> that would be nice that would be good um, so I just want to mention South Coast Red and Whites uh, they wanted Martinez they said he's the most underrated keeper in the league so uh, that was a yeah an, a, a different answer uh, that maybe a yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know why Arsenal let him let him go. I mean, they they could do with him. Right? Uh, I think I think Arsenal like him, but they think I think they prefer Leno. Well, it's clear that Arteta preferred Leno. Uh, Tony Adams says Grealish on his form, but if not him, then I'll take Ross Barkley. Uh, I don't. I'm not going to read out all the ones that said Grealish because you know it's just it's an obvious one to say. I think I'd probably say the same thing. Uh, but Jamie Fest says Grealish, but he says uh, he'd take Redmond's place. Uh, and after six months, become an all-pressing, assisting, scoring machine. So, yeah, I, 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 I can see what he's saying there. Um, did you notice anyone on Discord say anything different? I know that um, our very own Tim Bysance said... Yeah, Mark says Grealish. Tim says that if the question was which player besides Grealish, uh, he'd take Ross Barkley. OK, there you go, Tim. <laughs> yeah, grown man Hasling uh, has gone for Tyrone Mings as uh, um, yeah, that's an interesting choice. Okay. Uh, predictions then, Kevin. Uh, I don't want to. <laughs> I predicted a 1-1 draw. Wow. Um, you predicted a 2-1 Saints win and Tim predicted a 2-2 draw. So you were the only one who scored points here, Kevin. You needed that. I did. Um, I was on Saints win, so. two or something, wasn't it? You were on two. So that leaves the scores now seven to me, uh, Tim on four, and you on four. So you've... Uh, you're tied okay. second now, Kev. How does it feel? Better. <laughs> yeah. uh, Super 6, we had two. We had midweek ones. Uh, round 9, John Keen, 17 points. Very good score, that. Uh, leaving the overall lead midweek uh, with Bradley Lloyd on 79 points. And then round 10 yesterday, Stephen McCullough and Colin Carter tied with 14 points. Um, but overall... Bradley Lloyd still holds a tender one-point lead over Colin Carter, 87 to 86. Uh, fantasy Premier League, Kevin. Yeah, Stephen McCullough, he's good at both, isn't he? Yeah. Um, he's, he was uh, good last year, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah I think he uh, almost won it, didn't he? Uh, but uh, he's third in the provisional table at the moment. Um, yeah, I don't know how it's been updated. He's got 30 points, but he's actually got 36 yeah, a lot of players to, to play. Why have you got the mean enough? Okay, does he know something we don't? Um, <laughs> but yeah, same top three. Uh, Nottingham Forest and uh, Pookie in there. Um, out of the podcasters, um, we're going to have to talk to Matt about his 
fancy football strategy because um, he's bossing it this year. He's um, taking yeah. the lead off of Mikey. I did see that. Uh, so only 32 points. I, I think I've had quite a decent uh, match. Oh, shit, I thought I had Westergaard in my team. But, um, did you just call him Westergaard? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> sounds like uh, some sort of uh, boy Ralph. band super band. <laughs> Or Ralph, trying to say. He's the tall one in Westergaard. Oh, right, no. Um, <laughs> but no, Greedish, Mings, Ings, uh, and, yeah, Walker Peters. Uh, played, played in today's match. But, um, yeah, I've got Kane, Son, Pereira, Dallas, and Larice to play. So, yeah, if Spurs keep the clean sheet and um, knock a shitload of goals past Brighton, I should be well on my way. I've so obviously got my full quota of United players to play still, and I've got Kane as captain. So, And I've got, uh, as I said, uh, James Wood-Prowse, two goals and an assist. I've got Callum Wilson's currently on two goals. So I think I've done all right. Although, again, I did have um, Kyle Walker-Pierce. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, Russian phrase, Kevin. Yes, OK. Um, you, I mean, you did ask me for a Halloween-related um, uh, Russian phrase. Sure. I'm not going to heed. I'm not going to heed that call. Oh, okay. Um, just because, yeah. Even if the the story did change towards the end of that match, I think it's it's all about our man Jimmy today. Yeah, and he he might have been born in in Pompey, <laughs> um, to a clan of uh, Pompey supporting people, but uh, he was born on All Saints Day, and I think that. He's found his calling there. So, yeah, we can wish him a happy birthday. Did you have to say happy birthday in Russian? I did. Oh, God. No. Znyom 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 That's really tough. Znyom Rajdjenia. James Ward Prowse. But, yeah, today is also All Saints Day. Yep, All Saints. Does that mean we're going to play an All Saints song? God, never ever, mate. <laughs> oh, totally unrehearsed. <laughs> so yeah, also Znyom, but this time Znyom Sieg Svitich. You're a bastard, you're doing this on purpose. Yeah, Maxim. Znyom Zviek Sviek 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 That's really different. Svetich. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And that means? Um, oh, uh, happy All Saints Day. Okay. <laughs> okay. Shall I close, close you out with a song? You can do. Yeah, your Theo Walcott song. Let's close the show with that. It's a bit of Motown for you. Silky voiced Jimmy Ruffin. I'll try and do him some justice. Arsene Wenger took you away. We all knew you'd be a star one day, but welcome home, Alatia Walker. 
we were gutted when you departed. Now that you're back, you'll find the form of your lifetime, maybe. The exam brought you to Everton. But under Marco they were going down. Going down. Injuries that made you a little stronger. Strong. You couldn't play for England any longer. You were in the shadows searching for stars. You remembered where you left your heart. Reminiscing of the South Coast. And the club that you cherish the most. Welcome back, Aladdin Walker. We were gutted when you departed. Now that you're back, you'll find the form of your lifetime. Maybe. It's more. Back at Saints, I'm sure you'll succeed. Because on the wing there's a growing need. We've not lost yet when you've been playing. Your career gets a big happy ending. Welcome home, Alatina Walker. We were gutted when you departed. Now that you're back, you'll find the form of long lifetime. We'll be watching everywhere. Theo, our new favorite player. We'll be waiting every day just to go and see you play. Nothing's gonna stop us now. Some areas will open up somehow. We'll be watching everywhere. Theo, our new favorite player. We'll be waiting every day just to go and see you play. <laughs> Great! <laughs> yeah. That was amazing. We're getting more epic each time, aren't we? Yeah, that was amazing. Well done. You wrote like three verses there. Yeah, I thought I had to. Oh, speaker noise turning off. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, brilliant. Well done. That was worth the wait. Thank you. Yeah, we'll just have to figure out who we're going to do next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I think that is about it this week. Definitely. End on a high note. Unlike the Saints. Oh, well, a bum note in my case. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, okay, so until next week then. Up the Saints. Up the Saints. You're fired. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.